I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did, did you it? hear what Dumois, Dumois said? Dumois, who is it? Oh, can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I just DM'd Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about I on Dumois. I need more. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about Britney Spears' pregnancy announcement, J-Lo and Ben's engagement, Chase Stokes and Madeline Klein, Jason Momoa and Jonah Hill's dating life, plus a juicy blind about two LA comedians. We're discussing all of this and more with Claire Parker and Ashley Hamilton, hosts of the hit podcast Celebrity Memoir Book Club. Claire and Ashley are reading celebrity memoirs so you don't have to, and they're talking about what they've learned on Do You this week. Let's get started. Want more from delivery? You can get it with Dash Pass by DoorDash. Looking to save on delivery? Dash Pass is your door to $0 delivery fees and more on DoorDash. I'm obsessed with DoorDash, aren't I, Ferris? You love <laughs> nothing more than a DoorDash day. I can save money on delivery and have everything I'm craving delivered right to my door. Speaking of cravings... The last time we ordered, what did we get, Ferris? You well, were here. You were like, I need a burger and fries. I just need a burger. Where should I order from? And I was like, well, What about the diner? And you said, Oh yeah, I'll yeah. just DoorDash it. Yeah. So that, that's exactly what happened. We did. And you were like, Are you gonna eat anything? And I'm like, No, no, no. And then I literally had the worst day and ate all of your fries. You did. Dash. Pass is the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save money and time with every DoorDash order. With $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders, Dash Pass makes it easy to save on restaurants, groceries, retail items, and all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Dash Pass pays for itself in two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and member-only menu items, all for only $9.99 a month. Get more from delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today, only on DoorDash. Use code DOYOU and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Do You Today. I mean, I'm so excited to get right into it because we have so much to talk about. Um, we have Claire and Ashley from Celebrity Memoir Book Club. You guys read celebrity memoirs so we don't have to and have a podcast where you break it down. You also have a TikTok, which is amazing. I love your vibe on your TikTok because you guys like don't take shit from the followers. 
<laughs> we are we have recently allowed our unhinged selves to come out we used to try to keep it as professional as possible and we really were like trying to keep the haters at bay we were like okay we are giving the celebrities perspective from their story from their book in their own words that we bought and we like own the rights to talk about and people were still so mad all the time that we were like yeah. fuck it we're coming for you <laughs> we were like we can never win everyone is always so mad about something that we're like we're just gonna do exactly what we want to do because if we're gonna get yelled at we might as well be having fun yeah and you guys are just like matter of fact about it like kind of how I get sometimes where you're just like come on guys like let's think about this or let's talk this out like I don't think you're bitchy or rude but you just don't let the hate get to you like you put the hate in its place which I respect yeah we try our best to and especially because we're reporting out of the celebrities own memoirs we get a lot of comments of people being like well what's their side of the story and we're like well we're reading their side of the story quite literally so this is it (laughs) right well okay so how we first started conversing is I don't know which I don't know if it was Claire or Ashley because you guys didn't identify yourselves but one of you ladies dm'd me from your account to tell me about olivia munn and john mulaney because you guys and i've been told this by many followers you guys are you're in the comic scene definitely the olivia munn pregnancy rumors were maybe not above board for us to break but i truly believe that i got them in such a honest way of she trusted somebody who gossiped to somebody who gossiped who gossiped to me that I was like it's not like I went through her trash or found her uh, prescription I'm like she shouldn't have been so trusting we heard it from two or three people same because I had a couple people be like am I the one you heard that from and I'm like no four people have asked me that I heard it from enough people that it was not a secret (laughs) I agree I heard it from a lot of people too and I actually had heard it before you guys told me, but I hadn't spoke to you guys before. So I, not that I didn't think I could trust you, but I didn't want to be like, yeah, I heard it also. And this is, you know, X, Y, and Z. So I think I kind of played it coy, but I winded up reposting your TikTok to sort of take the heat off me and have you guys be the one. Oh yeah. People, I mean, listen, and I, I want to come out and be like, I understand that people are like, this is not okay to speculate. And I agree. Not, I don't stand by everything I've ever done in my life. I know that objectively it wasn't cool, but I felt confident. I felt like she was far enough along that it was okay. Cause it wasn't like I was speculating on a baby bump. Like I had heard that she was sharing among friends and people who knew her that she was pregnant. And then also a girl's got to get followers. We're all doing our best out here. (laughs) No, I got it. I totally got it. And the reason I bring up the comic scene is because a lot of people will use that when they're like, we heard from celebrity memoir book club X, Y, and Z, and they're on the inside comic scene. And and I'm like, I know guys, but the reason I bring it up is because somebody just sent me this blind item literally two minutes ago, just sent it to me and I have no idea who it is. So let me read it and see if you guys can figure it out. Um, it says, I'm not sure if LA comic drama is worthy of Demois, but here it goes. This breakout female star of an old franchise is relatively open about her relationship with another comic. Not many people know that they started as an affair. He wasn't married, but he was in a long-term relationship with another comic. He didn't dump her until the new relationship was well on the way. 
The dumpy has had a hard time since the breakup. It devastated her and she recently passed away under mysterious circumstances. She was such a sweet person. She will be greatly missed. Who I, I hear you typing. You're like, Ashley started stand up in L.A. So this is very much her scene. And I'm, I'm like, go, Ashley, go. But I damn. am trying to figure out who is involved in a reboot of some. Like I was literally just looking up what are recent reboots and who from the L.A. comedy scene is involved, because I know that there are like. Oh, I'm OK. Go ahead. <laughs> I have no idea. So I'm going to let you guys like do you have any do you have any inkling of a bre- a breakout female star of an old franchise? She's now open about her relationship with the comic. So I guess the information here is that the person he dumped seemed to be v- take taking the dump, getting dumped very hard. And she recently passed away under mysterious circumstances like I can't even think of an L.A. comic that's recently passed away. So I'm very thrown off. I can, but no one that would have been involved in this situation. That's very interesting. God, I'm so curious. I have to wonder. I think one thing that like comedy people get very like gatekeepy about that no one else in the public would be gatekeepy about is what is considered a comic. For us, it's very cut and dry stand up comedy. If you're performing at the Comedy Cellar, if you, like the Chris D'Elia's. Like those people are comics, but I could see how other people would be like a funny person who maybe does content or a funny, like an improv, like. I know. Um, I feel like, yeah, again, like we know stand up comedy, but I think a lot of people would write in that like a comedic actor is a comedian and we would like not know a single thing about that world. Right. We'll think about it though. If we come up with it, we'll DM you later and you can, you can I know. reveal it. I'm, honestly, do you know what I'm leaning towards? Who? Um, I think a lot of people from the L.A. comedy scene were actually involved in the reboot of iCarly. And I wonder if there's something there or like Gossip Girl. Probably not Gossip Girl. I, yeah, I don't think it'd be Gossip Girl. Um, but I will ask more questions because I had to jump on here to Zoom with you guys. So I'll ask more questions when I get off and I'll post it. I mean, maybe someone will figure it out. Yeah, oh, I love when they I love when they can figure it out for us. Oh, they figure it out in like two seconds. I don't know how they do it. I'm like amazed every time. I'm like, how do you guys do it so fast? Like they <laughs> get the clues. And granted, some some clues are pretty easy. But the harder ones, like people know so much. So if you're one of those people and you're listening right now, like bravo, hats off to you <laughs> because you are amazing that you you just know so much about pop culture. Um, let's just quickly, I just want to quickly ask you a question before we get into the topics. Uh, I want to ask you, first of all, what, which is your favorite celeb celebrity memoir that you've read? And I, the second thing I just want to ask off that is you recently made a TikTok about Molly Shannon's memoir and you briefly on your TikTok said, which I didn't know, I don't know if this is public knowledge, that her mom, sister and cousin died in a car crash when she was younger because her father was drunk driving. Is that public knowledge or do you think it's coming out for the first time in this memoir? Because I've never heard it. I don't think it was like a secret, but I don't think she's talked about it publicly until this memoir. That's crazy. That's crazy. I was like, oh, my God, that's one of the most tragic things I've ever heard, you know, especially. Was, I mean, she was four years old. Her sister was six um, and they were yeah, all in the car. 
they were all in the car. Her dad was like obviously severely injured. It took him one full year to be able to like walk again. They so like the live next, independently. Yeah. Yeah. And so and they were but he was now a single dad of two girls. And so they had a very complicated relationship. It was like a very codependent intense relationship and so her memoir is sort of an ode to her father more than even her like days at SNL I'd say but it's really beautifully written if you're asking us like what's one of your favorites I think both me and Ashley would rank that a top five and because it's so fresh in our mind we'd be like go buy it it's really one of the few memoirs we legitimately recommend people read on their own okay so I want to know if Molly Shannon's memoir is in your top five best memoirs that you've read celebrity memoirs what would be the other four we definitely love drew barrymore we're huge drew barrymore fans we feel like she has gone through a lot and come out really honest and just trying her best tiffany haddish we love that one is one of the few legitimately funny books i think we've read and we've read everyone else tries so hard to be funny yeah and then we okay this is like a a random one, but the Bella Twins from Total Divas and WWE had a book that like left our listeners. The amount of listeners that called in were like, I wasn't even going to listen. I had no idea who these women were. I left crying. Bella Twins is secretly such a good memoir. And then I think we love like a Gabrielle Union. Union. Yeah. yeah. And Busy Phillips is a great one as an honorable mention. What was that last one? Busy Phillips as an honorable mention. And you guys have podcast episodes dedicated to each of these. If people don't want to read mm-hmm. and maybe just, okay, th- that's a good, that is a solid list. I'll give you, you, I mean, I didn't even know half those people wrote memoirs. Uh, you'd be surprised how many people have written memoirs. <laughs> Can I tell you my fun party fact is when people are like, oh, how many celebrities even have memoirs? I like to tell people Tori Spelling has six. So don't ever underestimate the amount of celebrity memoirs in the public arena. (laughs) And have you read all six? No. I want to do a very spelling summer and like next, not this year. I feel like this year we've got a lot going on. There's a lot of fun books to read. But like someday when things are really drying up to just like do a spelling summer, we're just like every week for the whole summer we read more Tory spelling. Because also if we wait like a year or two to do it, there'll be a seventh, I'm sure. Well, I I think I've I started reading Jenny Garth's memoir. Speaking of nine oh two one oh celebs, have you read hers? No, I have not. But I would love. I really think what I like about you is one of the most underrated sitcoms of our time. So, oh right, she was on that with Amanda Bynes. She probably yeah. has. She's probably seen shit. Jenny yeah. Oh yeah. I I wonder if she would say it. But I'm sure she wouldn't. No, no way. No way would she say it. I actually there are rumors about how Amanda was and I could totally be making this up, but I feel like I've heard it maybe on a blind item website, how Amanda would flirt with Peter Facinelli, Jenny's ex-husband, when they were filming that show. I think when you have been raised like in this as a child star your need for validation is very tricky and complicated and potentially problematic. And (laughs) especially the kind, I mean, the way she was raised, she was like not even just a child star. She was like a child superstar. Yeah. She was a child Casanova. How crazy that Simon Rex is having a comeback right now. I feel like I was like, Oh my God, from what I like about you. And someone was like, no, he was like a rapper. And I was like, Oh, okay. I don't know. Wait, he was on What I Like About You Too? Yeah, he played Jenny Garth's boyfriend for the first like season and a half. Oh, God. I think I like blocked that show out. Um, okay. <laughs> so good. <laughs> 
Well, let's get into it. Let's get into what everyone is talking about this week. Today is Tuesday. This podcast comes out Thursday. So who the hell knows what's going to happen in the next 48 hours. But let's get into it. So Britney Spears announced that she is pregnant. And I was skeptical at first only because the way it was the way her post was worded and her sense of humor. That's the only reason I was very skeptical about her actually being pregnant. And also, you know, not to get technical, but she did speak about having an IUD. And I have heard she recently had it removed maybe at the beginning of the year, January. I don't know. I've never had an IUD implant. I don't know how it works. I don't know if your body takes a couple cycles to get revved up again or if you're just ready to go. But that was another reason. Yeah, I have an IUD and I've like kind of looked into it and just, I mean, the spiel that they give you when I got mine replaced like a week ago, um, you're, you can get, as soon as you get it removed, like you could get pregnant the next day. Okay. So that's answered. So I asked around, I asked around and someone, two people that I, you know, I would consider top tier sources. One person said she is telling people that she is pregnant. Like this source heard she is 100% pregnant And so then I started asking this source other questions, and I'm just going to read to you our conversation. I said, do you think she'll still do Oprah? And they said, yes, but not till after the baby and book. She's also getting back and forth about going after her dad legally. And depending on the first book edit, she may tell her whole story there and just leave it in the book. She's also considering speaking in Washington, D.C., but no official talks have been started. She would like to release a remixed album of her songs. And I asked, did she record new music? And this person said, not yet officially. No studio sessions. She's asked a handful of producers to block out dates in May and June. Now that she's pregnant, who knows if that'll change. But right now she's booked with some of her old producers and some new people. So that's one source. That was the information they had. Um, Another source was unsure. I think that they felt the same way that I just described. They also reiterated that her whoever manages her her lawyer or her new manager has not confirmed to the press that she is pregnant I know what she's saying on her Instagram I could read the words and I know what she's saying and I know what Sam has posted but there has been no official press confirmation and I just think that that is important to point out DraftKings Casino is bringing you only the best. Classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots. Plus exclusive games you won't find anywhere else. What's your favorite casino game, Ferris? Oh, you know it's roulette. (laughs) Same. Same. Roll it like roulette, baby. Put it all on red. (laughs) What numbers are you playing, Ferris? 
I'm playing six and 11 and uh, 16. I'm playing four. All my right. favorite number. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use code DOYOU. New players get an instant deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. That's code D-E-U-X-U. Only on DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per new customer. Must opt in and make minimum $5 deposit within seven days, 168 hours of registering a new account. Max, match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days, 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash new player offer 2024. Well, people were pointing to E and they're like, it was confirmed by E. And I go, E reiterated her Instagram caption, which we got hate on TikTok for saying it was confusing. It is confusing. The way she writes is confusing. And I have an entire like rant pepped up, like pent up in me that I'll go into a different time. But like to say that the way she captions things isn't like difficult to understand is crazy. Well, people keep on saying like, just read it like read it in a southern dialect you can understand what she's saying and I'm like yes I can read the words that she's saying I can read the sentences that she's saying the story that those sentences add up to is confusing and if you don't agree with that you are like really telling yourself a story the part that gets me is she's so she starts with what happened to your stomach no you're food pregnant silly so food pregnant and then she goes so I got a pregnancy test and uh well I'm having a baby okay so that's her saying she's having a baby four days later I got a little more food pregnant it's growing so so like to act like that's obvious she starts with a joke says she's pregnant and then caps it off with a joke I wasn't sure what she was saying until Sam said it and I still feel like listen I guess they are having a baby if next week it came out that she was not I wouldn't be mind blown this is still like an odd way to say it. Well, she doubled down. I don't know if you guys have been on Instagram in the past hour. And she said, so yeah. you saw it. So I have to model my clothes now before I really start showing with a pregnancy emoji. So I feel like I, she's, yeah. she's doubling down. But I still think, like you said, she could come back and be like, guys, I was just kidding. It was a food baby. She has a real thing about the press calling her fat. And like, remember when she came out and she was skinny as a needle? Like, there, I, I'm not saying, she, I do believe, like, listen, I guess she's pregnant. I'm just saying that if in a month, all of a sudden she wasn't pregnant anymore, I wouldn't like slam the door and lose my mind. I'd be like, okay. Yeah, I just think that she has like an interesting way about, of talking about things, an interesting way of like sharing information. I think that she's like just now getting used to being able to share information in the way that she wants to share it. So I think that she, I don't know. She, it seems like she is pregnant, but I think that it was a confusing post. Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to go on record with saying I'm not sure if she, <laughs> I'm not sure. I yeah. think like you said, I think she, in a month or in a couple days, if she says, 
I'm April not fools. April fools. I'm just kidding. I mean, there's a reason why there has not been an official statement. And I know people think her post and Sam's post is an official statement, but I think that people would be naive to think that all these news outlets has have not gone out to her team, whichever team she has in place right now, and asked asked for an official statement and have not gotten one. And there's a reason why they have not got one. I agree. I also don't think the idea of like Sam doubling down on anything. I still am not suspicious in an evil way of him. Like, I don't think he's like a team Jamie Spears guy, but I do think something there is not recognizable in the way I'd recognize a normal couple. I think if she says, babe, we're pregnant. I mean, the whole calling him her husband thing. It seems like everybody's like, there's not one lick of evidence that they're married. The way they use words is not the way we use words. <laughs> <laughs> and she, he uses words the way she uses words. Exactly. Like, he follows her lead. Exactly. So she's saying, I'm pregnant with a food baby. He, like, honestly, I could see her in May being like, April Fool's. You know how we celebrate April Fool's for the whole month of That's April? That's what I was going to say. She's like, April Fool's is for a month of fooling. <laughs> right. The greatest <laughs> trick in the book. Or, you know, she's in Hawaii. She lost track of what days it is. Like, I don't like I just feel that there is something unofficial so far still. I agree. I just think everyone is taking her post and then Sam's post. And then apparently her assistant also commented on Sam's post something pretty cryptic and they're just taking all that as confirmations but that's just not how the press works I don't think you know and like if you read these articles everyone's just again just reading the headlines and not reading the articles you know if like page six also posted and it says a source confirms well, why the source is her Instagram caption? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, why doesn't it say her lawyer confirmed? I do wonder if you know how you're not supposed to share like so early in the pregnancy because it's like the viability percentage is like pretty low. I wonder if she's like pregnant, like weeks pregnant and sharing it. And her team is very panicked about that just because of like she is. How old is she? Like 39, 40 now. She'll be. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe they're just, like, worried and protecting it. I, I could... I mean, she doesn't look pregnant. I don't know what she's talking about, food baby. She looks skinny as a needle. <laughs> I obviously won't be going out as much due to the paps getting their money shot of me. Um, and then I will say, people kept being like, she said last time I was pregnant. She didn't say last time I was pregnant ever. She said, it's hard because when I was pregnant. And I have to say, it's absolutely tar terrible. And that is the way her mind works. She would take like a joke about a food baby and go into like a real yes. traumatic response to a lived experience as a pregnant woman. I mean, I can I I would like to read a specific caption that I think calls her. Sorry, you could go, but I'm going to call. I just sent it to Ashley. But like people who are like, she's so easy to understand. What do you mean you don't understand her? I would like to read this caption that she posted recently. I also don't think it's insulting to say that her captions are difficult to understand like that she's not a writer <laughs> she wrote I'm doing online classes in Minneapolis getting a deposit on the gift my uncle Roy got my cousin because Leroy found a turtle in the drawer and the fucking car went into flames because the tire busted on the highway so the police saved my aunt who always serves pie like these are not <laughs> like these are tricky captions to understand sometimes. I was going to say she actually is a writer, but like songs. And so if you read these as lyrics, that means yes. that they are steeped in meaning. <laughs> right. Like they're not 
It's not straightforward all the time. She's like Taylor Swift in that way. She inspired Britney walks so Taylor could run. There are Easter eggs here. No, I totally agree. It sounds like song lyrics. That's exactly what that sounded like. And also, I had said this on a previous podcast. She calls Sam her husband, but they're not married yet. That's just what she calls him right now. But I think that I had said in the podcast that they had like a little fake ceremony and her assistant married them. That's why she calls him her husband. They're not legally married. So, you know, this could be just her kind of, you know, pretending. I, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Manifesting. Manifesting. She's manifesting a, pres- a pregnancy. I also want to say, can I go on a small rant here about Britney Spears? Yeah. And this comes from like me and Ashley love Britney. We used to have a Britney podcast and we literally stopped doing it when the free Britney movement started because we were like, it is not our business to like be talking about somebody who's in peril. Like we have nothing but respect for Britney Spears. I do feel the way that people keep insisting she is 100% okay after truly 13 years of trauma being held against her will. Preceded by like seven other years of trauma where she was like just being subjected to like insanity from the entertainment industry and not being protected by anyone in her life. I feel like the way that people need her to be this perfect victim of a woman who had, as we just said, 20 years of like trauma hurled at her and now act like she's perfectly fine. Like she's allowed to not be okay. We're allowed to admit that that might've taken a toll on her and she still deserves autonomy and respect and privacy. Like just because like these captions, if someone from your high school was posting the things she posts, your whole group chat would be lit up being like, what is going on with Kelsey? Like she is not acting the way a normal 40 year old mom of two acts the way a normal celebrity with such a large following acts. And I think there should be room to be like, she doesn't seem perfectly well, but she's still allowed to have control over her own money and body and who she marries and the right to vote. Like there's room for both. And I don't like the way that people have to be like, she's a hundred percent perfect and she should run for president and she's a genius and everything is good because it's like, of course she's not good. Something horrible happened to her for a sustained amount of time. Allow her to like, be on the other end of that in a normal way that's my piece sorry (laughs) I agree I love the way you said that and I couldn't agree more it's almost like the two are not mutually exclusive like she could not be okay but that doesn't mean that she shouldn't be able to make decisions about her life I I do think that certain people in her life thought that she was so not okay that she wasn't able to make those decisions and I think maybe at one time she wasn't but she does seem like she's at a better place than she was in 2000 when was it 2007 I have like a hard time believing that she's ever like been in a place so bad that she couldn't have control of her like finances and autonomy just because that because what they did when they had control was like immediately send her out on a world tour. So I'm like, all right, if she was so bad that she couldn't function as an adult, then like maybe she should have been at home recovering, yeah, but not doing how I met your mother as the receptionist. Like that's what she was doing. I yeah. think, I think the timeline, I'm going to disagree with you. Just what, with what you just said, there was a period in her life where she couldn't make decisions and she didn't have any control. And that's when the conservatorship was put in place. Now, should it been held in place that long? No, I think that if she, I agree with if she's, if she's, you know, well enough to act and well enough to go on a world tour, she does not need a conservatorship, but she did go through some really, 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 really dark times. 
really dark. Like with the things that people don't, people that things that people don't know, things that people don't talk about, things that the press don't talk about. I think that they give her, you know, we say that the paparazzi ruined her life. That's one thing, but the press really do respect her privacy because I know for a fact that they know certain things that they do not post about. I would love to know those things. <laughs> Maybe you could do. I've just heard a lot of shit. You know, I feel like I've heard a lot of shit. It's like, it's hard. It's very hard for me to have these conversations because I don't feel comfortable discussing them. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I hear, I hear and I see everything that you're explaining that people are saying. And I just want to shake them and be like, it's not all as it seems, which is sort of what you just described. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You, You would need that. Yeah, saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. (laughs) It sure is. And get this, spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill, and you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to SpotPet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit SpotPetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog, and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the Farmer's Dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. I mean, this is kind of why we stopped talking about Britney on like 
a podcast weekly just because we were like, there's so much going on and there is so much to it that is like deeply nuanced. Like I think that I'm really inspired by the way that she's decided to go against conservatorship abuse. Like this thing about her speaking in Washington, things like that. I think that she was um, held in a deeply traumatic situation by people that were like really using her and, hurting her and so I think the fact that she's like instead of being like all right I'm free now I want to like make an album and like she is going to do whatever she wants to do and I'm so happy for her and I want her to do that but the fact that she's also like and I'm going to double back and help the other people who are in that situation I think is like very lovely yeah I agree and I also want to say I do think that she was abused in her conservatorship a hundred percent but I do I think that it was put in place at a point that was life or death for her and her family didn't know what else to do. And then I think it turned into an abusive situation, abuse of power and mental abuse. And I think that also made her own, you know, whatever she was going through mentally even worse. So like you said, for people to just think like, OK, conservatorship is lifted. She's fine. Like it's. That's so naive to think that. Yeah. You know? I mean, like whether or not whether or not like because I again I don't know everything like whether or not I like think that she should have been in the conservatorship in the first place like I do think that she was clearly going through something absolutely terrible in 2007 and that is not something that just goes away especially when that is compounded with 13 years of abuse so like like whether or not she should have been there in the first place I think that like obviously things are so fucked up yeah I think like I said I think it was a last resort and you know, I don't want to judge her parents, but they obviously didn't know how to handle the situation. And whoever was in Britney's life at that time, whether it be a lawyer or Larry Rudolph or whoever, I'm just speculating, probably brought up the conservatorship and they were like, do it. What we have, we don't know yeah. what else to do. We can't control her. We can't help her. She's going to do something that's irreversible. We have no choice. So, you know, I think that maybe they were misled and then it just or her fault, whoever was misled into putting her in this conservatorship as the only way to help her at the time. That's my opinion. But, you know, we'll never know. And, you know, until we read her book. Are you guys going to be so excited to read her memoir? No, I feel very <laughs> like I do think any way you cut it is such a sad situation. And I think like we did this Britney podcast a few years ago and it started just because we had grown up in the Britney era and we noticed there wasn't a Britney podcast. And so we sort of did it like uninformed. But in the process of watching all her old interviews and like music videos and stuff, we kind of fell in love with her. And it just is sad you know what I mean like whoever's fault it is whoever the good guy bad guy I mean I'm sure it's all like nuanced in between there is a woman who had all this promise and sparkle who has been like trapped and the public part was a part of it and the paparazzi were a part of it and her parents were a part of it and all of it was bad and it, it's sad I don't want to like I feel sad for I her know. we always talk about how we think we want Brittany to be able to just like go up in a dance studio in Kenwood Louisiana and like live with her boys and be happy and like do her little dance videos and have fun just doing exactly what she wants to do for the rest of her life yeah and I think it's interesting that you brought up her old interviews and whatnot because if you watch her old interviews and if you know all her music videos and if you've seen all her dancing two separate things the interviews show her personality and she was goofy she was like a goofy girl you know like in in the cutest most endearing way I'm not 
using the word goofy negatively, but she had like a kooky sense of humor. So, you know, when people first, when she first started posting captions and videos and people were, some people were commenting negatively, I just thought like me, you know, this is the her that's been trapped for so many years coming out. This is what she was really like. And as for the dancing, they would make fun of her dancing and it would break my heart All she was doing was combining all her different moves that she's learned over the years into these like sort of interpretive dances. And people, you know, were kind of making fun of her for it to the point where I think she even had a post and was like, you know, I might not be the best dancer and people make fun of my dancing videos and I want to be like these fucking assholes like because she is a great dancer she is and do you know anything about Britney like if you break down each of the moves that she's doing they're moves from her dances that she's done on tour and in her music videos and she's just combining them it's just like all the stuff that she's learning she's just like dancing in this like interpretive dance format and when she posted that I wanted to be like fuck anyone who's who's making fun of your dancing do you guys did you guys see that post her posts honestly like upset me because I feel like each post is a reminder of like how kind of off she is like I don't like when people are like isn't it great Britney's naked on the beach I'm like right yeah I mean like and somebody came at me and they're like she's allowed to post whatever she wanted and I never said that she is allowed to post whatever she wants she's an adult woman but you cannot look me in the eyes and say that that is what it she would have been posting if she had just married a normal dude and become like a science teacher in Kenwood. Like this is not like, they don't make me feel like, Oh great. She's safe now. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't think you can undo all the years of damage. So it like all makes me sad, but we would never make fun of her. Like the idea that people are making fun of her dancing, I would never make fun of her, but I'm not going to sit here. And then the way that people are like, yes, queen slay, like write that caption about a toad in a drawer and a exploding tires. And you're like, I'm not going to celebrate it, (laughs) but I'm also like happy that she has control of a phone again. Yeah, I agree. Well, let's move on from Britney. I mean, I, I mean, I hate speculating on, you know, someone's pregnancy. It kind of feels a little bit icky in a way, but I just couldn't not talk about it because it's all anyone's talking about. And I just felt like I had to say what I thought. Is that how you guys kind of felt about it, too? Because you, you made a TikTok about it. Like how if you know Britney, you should know she is goofy and her captions are kind of hard. To, like they are kind of all over the place. And I don't that's not a bash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing is people have gotten very caught up on the Internet of like what is talking shit. And it's just like, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see, um, you know, if there's a confirmation. I don't know why I need it, but I just feel that I need that confirmation. You know what I always look at? I feel like if People Magazine is posting it as fact and they have a confirmation, then you know it's true. And they haven't. They haven't done that. All they've done is what some other publications have done, which is just reiterate her Instagram post. So interesting. if it's in People Magazine and they're saying, congratulations, Brittany, then, you know, I would I would take back everything I say. So let's get let's let's move on to some celebrity couples. JLo and Ben were engaged this week and I went back to one of my sources and I asked their opinion and they said they would like to reiterate that the plan is for practically an internal engagement. 
no date being set anytime soon, if ever, though that's subject to change if she can somehow ultimatum it. But right now, no wedding, no time in the near or even long term. What do you guys think about that? They got engaged just to, I guess, be bound by a very expensive ring. I think that people just stopped talking about them as a couple. Like they like shot their loads so fast over the summer, like being spotted together and then recreating all of their 90s scenes. And then um, and people stopped caring that much. And so they put a, a ring on to get the conversation flowing again. Interesting. Um, so something we had been told, actually, someone had DM'd us and said that their friend was working as a PA on one of Ben's recent movies. And he is really struggling with his addiction problems right now. And he is like fully like being propped up and like marionetted around. He's like weekend at Bernie's unwell right now. And his team is like truly like they pull him into the trailer. They clean him up. They put him out there. They like hold him over. So he is not doing well. We read JLo's book and JLo has a memoir that's essentially like a glossy centerfold magazine. Yeah, I mean, it was a puff piece like that she wrote about herself. But even in it, you could tell how embarrassed she is if she is single. Like that woman has no sense of self outside of a relationship. And I do think that she loves how much people love the nostalgia. I think it was a genius marketing ploy. And I do think to her, like her relationships are as real as the public perceives it. Like, she, do you know what I mean? I don't even think she looks for like true companionship in a relationship. I think her relationship is as valuable as the PR it brings. And so I guess to her in that sense, it's real. But like, I do think that part of why he won't fight back is because like he is so down in the dumps right now. It's good for him too. I just think it's like this most mutually beneficial PR couple. Well, I'm not surprised to hear that he's struggling. Although I thought he's been better since he's been with her. But now that I think of it right before they got back together, he was in a really, really bad way. And I touched about this on my Instagram post this week when somebody asked about him and Anna's breakup, but I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to bring up the addiction issues because I don't know, I don't like writing about those things, but I'll talk about it. So yes, he was struggling big time when him and Anna broke up and then he got with JLo I think like three weeks later and I thought that since then he was doing better so I'm really I'm not shocked but I'm really sad to hear that he's still struggling I mean and again maybe he's like doing better right now this was like a couple months ago I think that we got that DM um but yeah I think that I agree with Claire that I think it's like a very mutual, mutually beneficial couple. I think that she likes companionship like publicly. I think she likes the illusion of companionship and he like needs that stability. And I think that she is going to be in a relationship as long as it like serves the narrative. So as long as I can just keep things going, it'll be. The other thing about his sobriety and I don't like I know it's like mean to speculate and I say this with compassion like that I understand it's like a very tricky disease like I don't say it angry at him but I that interview he did on Howard Stern where he kind of blamed Jennifer Garner for his drinking that to me is not someone who's like in Doing a good the place work. with their sobriety mm-hmm. to like be blaming your ex-wife in a public forum like that to me does not read somebody who's like working actively in the daytime to get his mind right because I don't think that that's like something you would say out loud if you were like in a good place, even if you believed it. (laughs) 
No, I think that he, I know he talks about his alcohol, alcoholism, but I think that he is struggling and has deeper issues than we know. I agree. Yeah, I think it's more than alcohol, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I yeah. mean, and listen, I love Ben Affleck. He is like my number one celebrity crush. We always Shame, that, but in a different way. Ashley loves his back tattoo, which is oh my <laughs> god, differentiates. Okay, I love like a like a man with like paint smeared across him. Like I just think I don't know. Like I don't want to be like dirty, but like I like that look of like I love the skater with the back tattoo and just like who's a little bit of a mess, but like nice. Okay, that's you know I can see that it's a little bit like of a bad boy. <laughs> You're into a bad boy, yeah, with a heart of gold. <laughs> <laughs> The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. So the next celebrity couple I want to quickly talk about is Chase Stokes and Madeline Klein. Somebody messaged me and they said, Chase Stokes came into my place of work on Wednesday evening And Madeline came in on Friday. This is in Charleston. The whole Outer Banks cast comes into my place of work. Now, they told me what their place of work is, but I'm just omitting it to protect their privacy. Chase came in with his dog and couldn't have been nicer. He asked me about myself and was just so genuinely kind. Said they were back here filming for Outer Banks. When his team from the show called earlier in the week to book the appointment, they insisted Chase and Madeline come on different days. They said there was drama and they couldn't be in my place of work at the same time. So I think it's that last bit of information that people are going to be most, um, you know, interested in it's that last piece of information that people are going to be most interested in because everyone was wondering if they're getting along on set and I know I previously reported that when they were in Barbados they hooked up somebody had told me that and I really do believe it to be true because exes hook up you know like you break up with someone especially in Barbados yeah like you put me in Barbados with anyone I'm gonna hook up with them I'd hook up with Ashley in Barbados I mean the sun the sand the surf it's sexy (laughs) you're just thinking about Rihanna really like it's a hot place to be Exactly. So I do want to say that, yes, I do think that they really hooked up in Barbados. And then I think they went back to L.A. 
because there was a break in between filming and he was seeing Eve Jobs. I don't know if you guys know this. He was hanging out with Eve Jobs before they went to Barbados. So I think he went back to L.A., started hanging out with Eve again and whoever else he's hanging out with. And now they're back in Charleston and maybe she's pissed. Madeline. Madeline Sizak's. The story I think that usually happens with a couple that like breaks up and then starts hooking up again casually. What happens is one of them thinks it means something and the other one doesn't like the other one's like, oh, that was like a vacation hookup with my ex. And then now it's like a a breakup that was like amicable, a breakup that was like pretty amicable becomes like explosive as soon as there's like a, a breakup hookup that like is misinterpreted on one side. Right. I mean, she was also speculated to be dating Zach Bia. Do you guys, do you guys know who that is? It's like nobody ever knows. Is he Madison Beer's ex? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they were seeing other people. Now it seems like they're not getting along. So I thought that the fans would want to be interested in that information. Let's move on to Jason Momoa and his potential new love interest it's not Kate Beckinsale I don't know if you saw pictures of them flirting at the Oscars but everyone thought I feel like of course they're gonna flirt they're just hot and near each other but right doesn't mean anything so there's another surfer I think I think she might be a professional surfer that Bethany Hamilton no (laughs) (laughs) no um damn it It says that she's been hanging with him and he posted a couple pics with her, including that dinner pic with Al Pacino. Plus, they travel together. So there was a picture. I think I posted it on my Instagram account because someone had zoomed in and figured out that Al Pacino had a Shrek phone case. And it was a picture of him at dinner with Jason. And I think this girl was in the picture. Her name is it's hard to tell what her name her name is based off of her Instagram account. But I think it's Maynani, M-A. I-N-E-I. She's a professional surfer. She's gorgeous. So keep an eye out. This might be his new lady love. She's gorgeous. He's hot. What do you, do you guys get anything on Jason? What superhero is he? Isn't he a, isn't he an ocean superhero? Aquaman. Got it. I, not shark boy, but Aquaman. <laughs> but so perfect. If there's like a storm, he can save her from a treacherous wave. <laughs> okay. So, and then the last couple I just want to talk about quickly is another surfer couple Jonah Hill and his girlfriend I think her name was Sarah why are you laughing do you know about I love the idea of calling Jonah Hill one half of a surfer couple (laughs) well he surfs now let's give credit where credit is okay (laughs) yeah I guess I would call Seth Rogen a vase couple I wouldn't be like he's the pottery man (laughs) I uh one time me and Claire last summer took a surfing lesson so I guess you could call us a surfing couple (laughs) Um, listen, Jonah Hill, like he gets so annoyed every time I feel like I post something about him. So I figured I would just talk about this in the podcast instead of posting it. Although I did allude to it on my Instagram stories yesterday, but he has broken up. I heard he broke up with his surfer girlfriend. I think her name was Sarah he wanted to get more serious and I don't think she was ready. And I know a lot of ladies love Jonah Hill. So he slide into those DMS, baby. He, he loves IG. He uses IG like, like Raya. I will say, I believe that. I know a lot of girls who think they could hook up with um, Jonah Hill. 
I have not really ever liked him. So if he does listen to your stuff and hears this, sorry, but he seems like deeply humorless to me. For a guy who's in a lot of comedies, <laughs> he has like no sense of humor about himself. I feel like I constantly see like videos or posts about him just like being in a huff when someone like tries to be funny with him on the street or like I don't know any any time something is like not a thousand percent in his control I feel like he gets grumpy about it in a way that just like does not seem fun well you know what can I say something about Jonah Hill I saw him once in real life I was getting uh, ice cream at Van Leeuwen in, in the West Village and he was was in he line. grumpy Okay, well, he wasn't, but everybody in the ice cream store was making a like the big concern of the ice cream store is like, should he be eating ice cream? He just lost all that weight. Like, oh, no, his diet. And I do think what what you're seeing as humorlessness in Jonah Hill is a man being treated like a woman in terms of body stuff. And like the the way that women just have to like exist in a body every single day that it's constantly being scrutinized as a man. He is living like that, too. And I bet and it makes you grumpy and women can't be grumpy because that's just our lives. But he had another option as a man. He didn't have to be living like this, but he is. And it makes him mad. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me that the patrons of the ice cream store were clocking what Jonah Hill was eating? Yeah, I'm not I'm not kidding you when I say a hush came over and everybody was like, but what about his weight? Like everybody <gasps> was deeply concerned about how he was going to keep the weight off and have a single ice cream cone on like a Sunday evening in August. That's fucked that's so fucked up. And I do hope Jonah Hill hears this. And if he felt that hush at Van Leeuwen, fuck those people. Because that is so fucked up. They That is, oh man, he can eat whatever he wants. But I do think that that's like how women are treated. Like every time they're seen eating, they're on the cover of a magazine being like, are they losing at all? Like freaking out. And it, it just is funny, like what women are expected to deal with on a daily basis. And I do think in Jonah Hill, it like ruined his life. Well, Now I feel bad for him because, yeah, he is grumpy and he does get grumpy when like shit's posted about him. But now I feel bad. Now I'm like thinking I don't feel that bad. I I tell him to smile, baby. You're prettier when you smile. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can I say, okay? so that does make me feel bad for him and changes my perspective slightly. But I think in the way that you're saying he's like forever in this position, I maybe I'm incorrect, but I don't think that he's necessarily thought of as like a fat person anymore. I think that people and like, not that that's a bad thing or like positive or negative any which way, but I do think this whole like obsession with his weight loss has passed. I don't think anyone cares anymore. I think people just think of him the way he looks right now as like the way he looks. And so I think that maybe there was like a one year period where that was the case where everything was like treacherous. But if you're like comparing it to the way that women's bodies are constantly scrutinized, I don't think it ever goes away for women. And I think but again, I'm not living in his life, so I don't know if that's still happening. I just kind of like feel like people aren't talking about it anymore. Claire, what year was the Van Leeuwen incident? I hate to say this because I disagree with Ashley. I do think with people like who are famous, have famously lost weight, pu- the public is on bated breath constantly. But this was about five years ago. <laughs> So you win this round, but I will be at Van Leeuwen in the West Village every single Sunday from here on out until I see him again and I can have a second sample size. Regardless of, you know, any of anything that he's eating, any ice cream he's consuming, he's single. I do think he plays in the DMs. Girls really are into him. And, you know, I don't know if it's because people find him attractive or funny, but when I posted that I thought he was B-list, 
I got so much shit from followers. Like I got hate DMs from people being like, how dare you call Jonah Hill B-list? And I was just like, dude, you know, I'm not like calling him a murderer. I just think that, you know, (laughs) he's just not Leo level. Like if Leo's A-list, he's not at the same level as Leo. So I took it to the polls. Like I even polled the crowd and the crowd thought he was high B, which is what I was grading him as. But my point is the ladies love him. I have to say you you take it to like a larger you take it to the supermarket. You know what I mean? You take it to the women in the supermarket lines. They're they're not giving him A. I have a controversial opinion and I don't know who is A-list anymore. Like I don't think I guess there are some people who are just like known worldwide but I sometimes like I'll hear about someone who's like a YouTube star and I'll be like I've never heard of that person in my life and I look at their Instagram and they have like 15 million followers and I'm like I'm sorry what is it like this it's a lot like there's it's so split I agree with you Ashley I think like a list is like Gen X do you know what I mean I don't think yeah that it'll continue down because you think I guess Jennifer Lawrence is a list yeah, I just don't think we even have one list anymore. But I think that like there are people who are like still considered A-listers. But like once they're gone, I don't think there are going to be any new A-listers. <laughs> so the A-list will die with whoever is A-list. They're going to be extinct like dinosaurs. With Julia Roberts. <laughs> so when Julia Roberts and like George Clooney and Brad Pitt die, they're going to be like like A-listers will be extinct. Well, and also think about it because with globalization, and I don't want to make this too big a thing, but you think about like globalization, you think about like The Rock, right? He's the most famous man in the world. He is not necessarily like Oscar royalty. I just think that with the democratization of like fame right now, there's a split between like the gatekept celebrity and then the man-made celebrity and like the, you know what I mean? Like the global celebrity. Like there's just so many genres and I don't know who fits into all of them. Like obviously the rock is so fucking famous and so rich and so successful, but he's not like old Hollywood. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's not at a, yeah, there's something he feels like he's always in the gym or always on set, but he's not. I mean, I've seen, I've seen like interesting conversations about like movie stars. Like I don't know that there are necessarily that many movie stars like there aren't that many people that will drive you to a movie like there are maybe Zendaya she might be the last gasp (laughs) of the A-list I mean she may be like the last A-lister we know I feel like this is like children of men or something she was the like the youngest A-lister to ever be born on this planet I could agree with that that she could be the last A-lister we know I mean we'll see there could be one last one that rattles out but it's I think it's like becoming a really different and like fragmented system it's tough for us to keep track of everything. Well, yeah, you're telling me. I mean, it's like one of the most <laughs> debated topics. So I think we could probably do a whole podcast episode on the ranking in Hollywood. Yeah. But for now, that is all we have for today. So thank you guys so much for being here. I'm so glad we got to speak. So who do I speak to in the DMs? Does it does it switch Both off? Both of us. Okay. Yeah, we pretty much switch off. We speak for each other. So it's representative of the whole. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got to do this and, you know, let's keep in touch. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. This was so fun. It was. Yeah. Thank you. And tell everyone where they can find you. Um, We're Celebrity Memoir Book Club everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, um, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. And then I'm Claire Parker, Claire the Scare on all socials. And I'm Ashley Ham with three M's. Great. Thanks, ladies.
And thanks for listening. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at DeMois.